This episode of That Engineering Chat EDS Takeover is proudly sponsored by Worth Electronics. Worth Electronics UK is an electronic and electromechanical components manufacturer and distributor. With sales in 43 countries across the world, their team of technically trained business development managers and specialised field application engineers can guarantee total global support from design-in to full production. They have a wide portfolio of products, which includes EMC components, capacitors, inductors, switches, and much, much more. Whether you need technical support or are having issues with your current stock supply, contact Worth Electronics UK to see how they can best support you. Visit www.we-online.com. That's www.we-online.com. Literally every step I've just described above will be automated with machinery. It's really fun, the actual manufacturing process and being able to go in, have, have a play on all the machines. Um. But we're about power systems, yeah. uh, powering, powering, providing energy that matters really, that, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. There has always been a, a need for engineers and, and in this particular country there is a shortage of engineers. That's one of the main reasons why might has been created. Mm. Hello again. Guess what? It's Nicole. I'm at the EDS show for our EDS show takeover of That Engineering Chat. And we're filming a few of our episodes today, select a few episodes for some special guests. And very special guest, Rab Scott is with me. He's the head of digital at AMRC. Very nice to meet you, Rab. Hi, Nicole. Great to be here. Yes, you've just, you've just been speaking today, haven't you? I was on the keynote stage talking about the future of manufacturing. I would love to hear more about that. If, you, if you're not all talked out, would you mind? I didn't get to listen. What? <laughs> if you don't mind, so what, not just for me, but for those that are listening to this and watching, could you tell us a bit more about what you talked about today, the future of manufacturing? Absolutely. I'll put it in context. By I'm head of digital. I'm at the Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre, yeah. which is part of the University of Sheffield, but also part of the High Value Manufacturing Catapult. Mm -hmm. That's the plug over. And really the future of manufacturing. We, we've come through Industry 4. Well, we haven't come through it because we're not at the end of it, but yeah. Industry 4 has been the big buzzword for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. It was actually 2011 that it was launched uh, in Germany. I uh, remember. As a brand. <laughs> but we've actually been doing Industry 4 for ages. Mm. You know, I've got a quotation from Automation World in 2003 that basically described Industry 4. But where are we going next? You know, what is the future of manufacturing? And what are the drivers behind the future of manufacturing? And it's really understanding that it's, it can't just be around improved productivity driven by Industry 4. It can't just be around new business models mm. because we've got an obligation to future generations to make manufacturing more sustainable while making it more effective. Mm. You know, so here we are a week before COP26 We've got 7% of the carbon bucket left before we tip over the edge. 
where in 1999 there was 30% left. So, you know, Goodness we're me. burning through it at a rapid rate and we've got to take that into account when we make things because money isn't everything. If you look at the World Economic Forum, there are three great pillars of sustainability. There's the uh, environmental one, absolutely, so let's make things greener, but then there's the economic, and perhaps most importantly, the social one, mm. because Industry 4 is changing the way that people work in the workplace, mm. and we've got to be aware of that, and we've got to make the workplace a better place for people, a more inclusive place for people, and a more diverse place for people, because we know that the companies with increased diversity I've got increased profitability. Mm. And actually, profitability isn't just financial. It's also ecological and social. Goodness me. I mean, that's a lot to... I mean, what were the sort of questions that people were asking you when you were, when you were speaking today? Were they allowed to ask you questions? <laughs> they were. I do stop talking occasionally. But really, it was, well, what the enablers to, to deliver this vision? Yeah. And the biggest enabler is data, mm -hmm. you know. But then we've got to understand the challenges of data, mm. about sharing data, because that is a mindset change mm. for manufacturers. You know, the data used to be their, uh, their IP. That was where their golden goose lay its egg. Mm. But now we're talking about sharing data between companies. Yes. And how can we do that securely? How can we do that? But then ensure that the value of that data that is released is returned to the people that invested the money to make that data goodness me that's i mean that's that sounds like a minefield just to me just a, a low, you know it's a lot and, and i think that it really is because it's no longer a technological challenge mm. it's a it, it's a cultural challenge mm. it's a legislative challenge it's a regulatory challenge so really we need to engage with all the different components of the ecosystem and bring them together yes to get them to understand that you can't solve it bit by bit it's actually got to be a holistic solution that we develop and this is where believe it or not in 2016 the Japanese started talking about industry five yeah so industry five is very much about a resilient and sustainable manufacturing process mm. but also one that is human centric mm. so you know this dystopian vision of um, the future factory being a man and a dog where the dog is there to make sure the man doesn't touch the machines and the man's there to feed the dog. Uh, that's not going to happen mm. because we still understand the value of the dexterity of the human, of the imagination of the human, of the creative and problem-solving capabilities of the human that we can't codify, we can't put into AI, we can't put into robots. So the human is very much here to stay in manufacturing. It's just that their roles will change. Yeah and their profile will change. That's interesting. And I, I mean, what, what sort of time span do you see this? Are we talking in the next decade or that these changes are going to really step up? Because there was a lot of robotics, wasn't there? When robotics came, you know, when automation started to come back in, everyone was a bit like, oh, you know, we're going to get replaced by automation. But what you're saying is it's the roles that are changing. It's the roles that are changing. There yeah. was a report by Deloitte in 2015 mm -hmm. called From, From Brawn to Brains you know, changing the profile. And it said, yes, 800,000 uh, jobs have been lost mm. through automation, but 3.2 million had been created through automation, That's and each one of those was worth 10,000 pounds more. Mm. So actually, you know, the messaging is one of the challenges. Yes. Um, but it's also, when you look at the take-up of automation in the UK, especially around robotics, we're way down the, the 
the, the curve. Yeah. And part of that is, you know, you've got to ask, why did the Japanese go so fast and so go, go so deep? And it was because they'd actually seen the change in the demographic profile. They were realizing that they weren't going to have those shop floor workers. They, mm. they realized they had to automate. So, so again, it's an ecosystem view. It's a holistic view. It's yeah. not just a very narrow view. So your question of when is it going to happen, there's a Chinese proverb, the best time to plant an oak tree was 100 years ago. That's so true. The second best time is now. Yes. And we've got, to, we've got to drive it now because it is part of the solution to the climate change challenge. And how have you been talking to manufacturers about how they can do that? You know, is that, how can, it, how can we all do that? How can we start planting the oak tree today? What we've got to do is show the impact of not doing it. Yes, so to demonstrate in what can happen if we don't do that. So it, it's what happens if we don't do it, but yeah. also the benefits of doing it. Yes. You know, we've got an ageing workforce, we've got different skill sets coming through. We're not creating enough traditional manufacturers, but that's because we don't have to. Mm. And yet there's still a mindset that you know, where am I going to get my workforce of the future? Well, you can get it anywhere. You can get it from the gaming sector, from the software sector. You've got to change your mind of what the future manufacturer or engineer looks like. Uh, okay, so, I mean, obviously you're, you know, you're a professor at the university. Is that students that are coming through? I mean, is that messaging that you're creating with that? Because it is, it is more diverse now, isn't it? The world is, like you're saying, you can go to different sectors. That's, that's interesting. It, it really is. At the AMRC, when we started 20 years ago, and today, this year's our 20th year, uh, we were employing production and mechanical engineers. Mm. These days, it's control systems and software engineers. Mm. So, you know, the profile is changing, mm. but that's in quite a rarefied atmosphere of a research centre. Yeah. You know, we've got to show the value of changing the demographic of the shop floor yes. to traditional manufacturers. Yeah. That's a lot of food for thought. Well, it was a talk on the future of manufacturing. <laughs> you certainly have done that. How is it to be at a show? How is it to be out at a show again? Is it? Is, have people been... You've been well received, I'm sure. It was a, a good turnout. Um, but this is part of the, the messaging about the engineering design show and it's, yeah. it's not just a show yeah. it's more than that it's an opportunity to to listen to great speakers it's mm. an opportunity to to meet up with old friends yes. that we've only seen through that little square box on the screen for the last 18 months so no it's been really good to get out and to get round well it's been lovely to have you on it's been very nice to meet you thank you you were well worth the wait no problem thanks Rob. thank you Nicole thank you This episode of That Engineering Chat EDS Takeover is proudly sponsored by Worth Electronics.